Council's Gift of a Lifetime for National Tree Week Article by Elizabeth Lee National Tree Week, the annual event that reminds us about the importance of trees in our everyday lives, runs from the 21st to the 27th of March. Through its Environment Department, Carlow County Council will have 500 native Irish saplings to distribute to community and voluntary groups, education centres and sports facilities throughout County Carlow while also providing information and support to help people to get the planting just right. I am delighted to see the return of this initiative, said Councillor Tom O'Neill, Cahirlach of Carlow County Council. It's fantastic to see it returned in 2021, and that we can facilitate in a safe way an opportunity to get involved, to get outside in the fresh air, and leave a long-lasting positive climate action for people and planet. Carlow County Libraries are also offering lots of support to those who want to feel free to plant a tree. Their online resources include free access to magazines, audiobooks and e-books. The Council is also hosting several free online environmental workshops. They include Biodiversity for Everyone with CCEN and Molly Aylesbury, which takes place on Tuesday the 16th of March. Let's Talk Climate Action a two-part workshop with Gavin Hart of ESB Training on Monday and Tuesday, the 22nd and 23rd of March. Talking Trees with D has lots of advice, practical tips and techniques to help you plant in your garden or in your community and it takes place on Thursday, the 25th of March. For more information on how to apply for your free saplings or in relation to any of the free workshops, call Jeanette O'Brien on 059-9136-232 or email jobrien at carlococo.ie Ballon Girl wins first prize in short story competition. Article by Elizabeth Lee A budding young author who wrote an inspirational story about a cure to a virus outbreak has been crowned the junior winner of Specsavers Irish Book Awards short story competition. Ava Donlan, aged nine from Ballon National School, scooped the first prize to win a hamper of the shortlisted books featured in the recent children's category of the Irish Book Awards. She also won €500 Euro for her school library. The short story competition celebrates Specsavers' sponsorship of the Junior and Senior Irish Children's Book of the Year categories in the Onpost Irish Book Awards 2021. This year's theme was Something to Smile About, and Ava's winning story titled Living the Dream certainly brought a smile to all the judges' faces. Ava's story painted a picture of a future world that had just been cured after a virus outbreak through the eyes of a fortune teller. In this future world, Christmas was celebrated every month, restaurants only sold ice cream, and people could hug and go on airplanes. Toys were free, homework was banned, there was no such thing as war, and all homeless people were given their own houses. It even rained chocolate and sweets, so there was a lot to smile about in Ava's story world. Ava was extremely grateful for the hamper of books that was presented to her at Specsavers Carlow, saying, I really enjoyed writing my story and using my imagination to create such a fun world. If only it was real. 
I can't wait to read all my new books and I am so excited to get back to school so I can give the big check to my teacher. It will be really exciting to see our school library full of new books. Jolene Brown, Ava's mother, is delighted for her. We're so proud of Ava. She has always had a great imagination. Reading and writing is such a great creative outlet for children and finding something that makes us all smile during these trying times is so important. We are very thankful to Specsavers for their generous donation to Ava's school library and for awarding Ava her very own collection of books to take home with her too. Store director at Specsavers Carlo, Mary McGinley, said, We are delighted to award Ava with her prize. She is such a deserving winner with her very creative story that definitely brought a smile to my face. It's also our honour to be in a position to support a local school with a 500 euro donation for the school library. I am sure the school is as proud of Ava as we are. Children have the most creative imaginations and have such a wonderful ability to make us smile. I'm sure this story will make many people in Carlow smile. €54,000 raised for Dad of Three's Cancer Treatment Article by Elizabeth Lee The family of a father of three who has an incurable cancer has thanked the public for their generosity after a funding campaign raised over €54,000 so that he could access alternative treatments. 46-year-old Edward O'Brien was diagnosed in August 2018 with ampullary adenocarcinoma, an incurable rare form of cancer that forms in the digestive system. Originally from Rathvilly and now living in Baltinglass, Edward is married to Mandy in the English and the couple have three children, 11-year-old Jack, Lexi who is nine and Ruby aged seven. Mandy describes her husband as a man who is private, laid-back, loving, generous and can turn his hand to anything kind of person. She started a fundraising campaign on GoFundMe called Help With Edward's Healing to help finance alternative treatments for him. After the diagnosis, he went through chemotherapy in 2018 and 19, but the side effects became too much for him to bear. He changed his diet and used alternative treatments and was doing well until last year when he started to feel pain and discomfort again. Follow-up tests showed his tumour markers were extremely high and he had no choice but to return to hospital for more chemotherapy. He recently came home after five weeks in hospital and isn't able to have any more conventional treatment. Edward and Mandy began to look for alternatives in the hope that they would improve his overall physical condition and possibly even shrink the tumour to make it operable. The money from the fundraising campaign is to help with those costs and incredibly more than €54,000 was raised in just over a week. We'd like to say a sincere thank you to everyone who donated to the fund. It's just incredible how generous people are, Mandy told the Nationalist. The O'Briens looked at alternative treatment centres based in Europe, and last week Edward was offered a place in a clinic, Immucura Med, in Spain. He'll now go through an immunotherapy treatment known as Dendritic Cell Therapy, or DCT, and Immune Memory Transmitter, IMT. 
This therapy focuses on the cell health and is also designed to boost the immune system to help fight the cancer. The clinic has a team based in Ireland and is able to offer the treatment at home. This is a much better option for us because realistically Edward can't travel. This way he'll be at home with us, so this is much better, concluded Mandy. If you'd like to donate, go to the GoFundMe page at www.gofundme.com forward slash f forward slash help hyphen edwards hyphen healing question mark utm underscore campaign latest issue of carlo pride mag is out article by elizabeth lee the latest edition of the out magazine couldn't have come at a better time not only is it full of heart-rending but positive stories and beautiful images to match, the magazine is a great way for people to connect with one another through the featured stories. It's only the third issue of the publication that was conceived by the Carlo Pride Festival group when they hosted the town's first-ever LGBT parade in the town. We're so excited about our magazine, and it really came out at the right time, said John Paul Payne, chairman of the Carlo Pride. We have so many stories to tell, and our readership online has really increased. We're getting thousands of views, and I think that's because we're connecting with people. LGBT people have a higher chance of dying by suicide, and if you couple that with the stress of coronavirus, plus the isolation that it brings, and the lack of support during the lockdowns, then people need that connection. Apart from the increasing number of people reading the magazine, it also proved to be a connection for the writers and the interviewees too. We were all involved equally as a committee in the magazine, so we're all invested in it on an equal level. We're very proud of it, added John Paul. With lockdown keeping everyone as static as possible, John Paul contacted several people to get involved in the Out magazine, which resulted in a wide scope of articles. From a trans man's fear of living in direct provision, to young LGBT women and their experience of college, right through to children's rights and an interview with artist Barry Fitzgerald, who's the current artist-in-residence at the Visual Arts Centre. Our stories really resonate with readers. Take Barry Fitzgerald. He left Tullow and has now returned as a successful artist. That's a great story. People can relate to leaving their hometown for whatever reason, said John Paul. Having their own magazine is a very rare thing for small LGBT groups to have, and the people behind Carlo Pride Festival are rightly proud of their achievement. After the rip-roaring success of their first Pride Festival during the summer of 2019, they were devastated to have to cancel the 2020 shindig, and now the 2021 outing. Nevertheless, John Paul and his crew are determined to have a pride presence of some sort in 2022. Next year, we'll be back in the game, hopefully, he laughed. For more information about Carlo Pride, log on to www.carlopridefest.ie forward slash the outmag. Appeal for information following a knife robbery at Tuller Road Supermarket. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Garthy are investigating a robbery at a commercial premises on Tuller Road, Carlow, last Wednesday, the 3rd of March, in which a man threatened staff with a knife and escaped with a sum of cash. 
A man entered the premises just before 1.30pm and threatened staff before grabbing the till drawer. The man was wearing a blue puff jacket with the hood pulled up and a black mask on his face. He was also wearing burgundy-coloured tracksuit bottoms and was about 5 foot 9 inches in height. He left the shop with the till and ran in the direction of the Carrigarua housing estate. Gardy arrived at the scene within minutes and searched the area. The till drawer was discovered in a laneway between Cherrymount Drive and Woodgrove. In a nearby woods, Gardy also discovered items of clothing that matched the robber's clothes. They, along with the knife which the man had dropped, are being forensically examined. CCTV footage in the area has also been harvested and is being examined. Gardaí are appealing to anyone who saw a person matching the above description running or acting suspiciously in the area at lunchtime on Wednesday to contact them on 059-91-366-20. Fundraiser for a new playground. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Skullnave Yosef in Baltinglass has kick-started a fundraising campaign to pay for a new playground after it was initially put on hold because of the pandemic. The Buy a Brick fundraiser was initially launched in April last year, but it came to an abrupt halt because of the lockdown restrictions. However, the installation of the playground had to go ahead because an extension that was being built onto the school would have blocked access to the playground site. The money was borrowed to meet the costs and now a wonderful, magical-looking playground is ready and waiting for the youngsters to return to school. We now have an amazing playground, but it needs to be paid for. It is specifically designed for all pupils aged 5 to 13 of all abilities, said Bernadette Alcock Early, a member of the Parents' Association and the Board of Management. We are asking for the support of everyone in our community to pay for the playground. We are inviting all families, past pupils, community members, local businesses and our many friends to become part of the history of our school and buy a brick for SNI. Your support would be greatly appreciated. The family and business names of those who purchase bricks will be displayed on a wall plaque at the entrance of our new building. Their target is to reach €30,000 and the bricks are available at a cost of €25. But all donations and support will be gratefully appreciated. Donations can be made by cash, cheques, payable to Parents Association Skullnave Yosef, and online at www.gofundme forward slash 351662D9. Ye Vagabonds release new single. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Ye Vagabonds. A folk band originally from Carlow Town have just released two new songs following on from their critically acclaimed album The Hare's Lament. Dermot and Brian Mucklin have released a limited edition vinyl recording of The Bothy Lads on Rough Trade's imprint River Lee. The song was honed at singing sessions by brothers Dermot and Brian before it became a highlight of their spellbinding live shows. We first heard this from our good friends Luke Mercier and Anthony Mannion in Walsh's of Stony Batter one night, and they introduced us to the singing of Scylla Fisher and Artie Trezise, from whom we learned this song, said Dermid. The duo, originally from Palatine and the sons of Grania and Mike, 
spent their teenage years experimenting with different musical genres, including blues, when they played in a local band. They left Carlo in 2012 for Dublin, where their reputation among folk circles grew. 2020 was when the brothers should have capitalised on their success after scooping three gongs at the RTE Folk Awards the previous year, including Best Album for The Hare's Lament, Best Folk Track for The Foggy Jew, and being named Best Folk Group. With all touring commitments and other live events cancelled because of the pandemic, the duo recorded the new single just before the first lockdown kicked in last March. It was recorded at Hellfire Studio Dublin by Lancome producer John Spud Murphy. We had a very busy year because we'd just come back from a massive tour of Europe and Australia. People were beginning to realise how serious the coronavirus was. The wildfires had happened in Australia, so we left there and within days the Australian borders were closed. We cancelled or postponed everything, so we've had time to write. Before that, it was so hectic, there was no let-up at all. Now, we've a few new tunes that we're pleased with, said Dermot. The cover photo for I'm a Rover, The Bothy Lads, by fellow vagabond Alan McFadden, was taken backstage at Dublin's National Concert Hall in October 2019, before the band's biggest headline gig to date. The brothers are now focusing on getting their new tunes and songs recorded and hope to release a new album later this year. In the meantime, their new double single is available digitally and on 7-inch vinyl. The sleeve was designed by Brian and Dermot's brother-in-law, Jesse Smith, whose fiddle playing was central to the sound of the Hare's Lament. Dermot and Brian will take part in a huge St. Patrick's Night trad set to round off Festival 2021, entitled The Patrick's Day Hug. Barog Lyle Fadrig, pre-recorded at the legendary Whelan's venue in Dublin. For details, log on to www.stpatricksfestival.ie forward slash events forward slash Barog. The video for I'm a Rover, which was shot in Switzerland, can be viewed at youtube.be forward slash 87AK16HFNT0. Buy or stream the Bothy Lads single at www.roughtrade.ffm.to forward slash Bothy Lads. President Biden receives formal invitation to visit Carlo. Article by Charlie Keegan. A letter from Mayor of Carlo, Fergal Brown, has been sent to US President Joe Biden expressing St. Patrick's Day greetings and emphasising to the leader of the free world the strong links that exist between County Carlo and the United States. The contents of Mayor Brown's correspondence makes a compelling case why President Biden should include County Carlo as part of his itinerary on any future visit to Ireland. The letter was dispatched to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. on Monday, the 1st of March. The letter was enclosed in a small, tastefully crafted colour brochure drawn up by local artist Derry Dillon. The cover painting is of the Browns Hill Dolman, while the greeting page carries colour photographs of three Carlovians with significant links to the USA. The page features the following Carlo men of note, Pierce Butler from Gary Hunden Carlo, a U.S. founding father, 
distinguished international physicist John Tyndall, a native of Lachlan Bridge, and another Lachlan Bridge man, soldier Miles Kyo of the US 7th Cavalry, who fought and died at Custer's last stand. Mayor Brown outlines the links Carlo has to the land of the free and the home of the brave. The Carlo mayoral letter states, Our most famous Carlovian was the world-renowned physicist and alpinist John Tyndall. The blue sky is named Tyndall Blue after him, and he also wrote about the greenhouse effect on the ozone layer almost 200 years ago. John Tyndall spent two years in America in 1872-1873, and he raised large sums of money for the Ivy League universities. President Ulysses Grant, the 18th US President, and various senators and congressmen attended his lecture in Lincoln Hall. Councillor Brown's letter noted that Pierce Butler was involved in writing the US Constitution and devised the electoral college system. The letter further highlighted the fact that Miles Kyo served as a cavalry officer during the Gettysburg campaign and died while fighting with General George Armstrong Custer at the Battle of the Little Bighorn, Montana, on the 25th of June, 1876. The letter refers to the hope among Irish people for President Biden to visit this country. On any such trip to the Emerald Isle, it would be a great honour if he visited County Carlow, as we have great connection between our two jurisdictions, the Carlow letter states. Mayor Brown also mentions the pivotal role played by three local residents and historians in building momentum towards a US presidential visit. Martin Nevin from Lachlan Bridge, Randall Dempsey from Carlow Town, and Dr Norman Macmillan, a leading authority on John Tyndall. Randall has visited the Tyndall Memorial in the Swiss Alps, erected by the scientist's wife and local people. A bronze plaque on the memorial states, John Tyndall, British scientist. This greatly irked Randall, who says that in the coming days the word British is to be changed to the word Irish to set the record straight. The Tyndall Memorial, the Tyndall Denkmal, is 2,351 metres, that's 7,680 feet, above sea level, and Tyndall had an alpine summer house just above the local church. There are high hopes that Joe Biden will come to Ireland at some stage of his presidency to visit the areas from which his forebears came in counties Louth and Mayo. As a response is awaited to the White House letter, Mayor Brown, Martin Nevin, Randall Dempsey and Norman Macmillan are all of the firm belief that Carlo's claim, in terms of strong historical links to the USA, should have the Dolman County included as a location for President Biden whenever he decides the time is right to cross the Atlantic to renew contact with his Irish roots.